Welcome to The Whole Truth for Financial Advisors. In this show, we explore the topics that are interesting and important to you. Ready? Let's do it. The views expressed herein are those of the participants and not those of Touchstone Investments. And welcome, everybody, to The Whole Truth from the Bay Area, California. I am Steve Side, and I'm joined by my esteemed co-host, Mr. Kurt Dupuy from Atlanta. Kurt, welcome. Hopefully not too esteemed. It's not summer yet in Atlanta, so we're not too steamy right now. Oh, good point. Coming out hot there. Beautiful. All right, Kurt. So what we're going to do is this episode's about providing an overview, you know, what we're doing here, why we're doing it, that sort of thing. So, you know, it has been a long time coming, getting the show off the ground. We've had some great support, but kind of give the objective of the show. You know, we're two wholesalers. We're creating a podcast. Why? Well, a lot of, a lot of reasons. Um, probably the main reason, though, is that it's needed. Advisors are today are running an ever more complicated business with increasing amounts of technology and the way you did things five, 10, 20 years ago, just it doesn't work anymore. And we know that because our clients tell us that. And we know that because their managers and complex managers and regional directors tell us that. And so because we get to, to touch and interact so many different teams and sole contributors on a weekly basis, it really puts us in a unique spot. Yeah. And it's an important point. So yes, we're wholesalers, but we approach our job very differently. I'll talk a little bit about my background and why I approach it this way. So, you know, I've been at my firm for close to 11 years at this point and uh, wasn't always in the field. I was uh, what was called an investment specialist for a lot of years. And what I was tasked with was, you know, being a technical specialist on our strategies, but also developing value adds for financial advisors. And so, I'd go to a field and a wholesaler would bring me into a meeting and they'd say, okay, here's the guy who can uh, actually talk about the investments. And here's a guy who can actually help you with your business. And you realize that, you know, I'm observing this and I'm like, well, shouldn't the wholesaler, you know, be the one that can be able to do this? So when I looked at the role of what a wholesaler was, I thought, okay, there's something I can bring to it that's entirely different from what they're getting today. And so for the last six years, you know, I've done that. My approach has been to get in and have sort of deep consultative type relationships. And I know you approach it the exact same way, which is kind of how we started talking about this whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Two very different paths to get to a pretty similar endpoint, at least how we we do things. I've been wholesaling for a, a decade, but the first many years of that career was wholesaling internationally because that was my background. And um, it never once talked about practice management or never once got into the weeds with a client. It was all it was all technical. It was all ab- about investments. And covering the US now for a number of years, I, I've, I've realized, you know, as much as advisors businesses have become more commoditized, our business becomes more commoditized. So how do you still make an impact on people's lives and businesses that is a win-win for everybody? And and so similarly, we have both taken this approach and taken not so great territories. Is that is that a nice way to say it? That's a nice way to say it. <laughs> and and taken them to territories that are our firm that are um that are towards the top. So this stuff works for us. This stuff works 
for our clients. And, you know, just like anything else under the sun, it's not for everybody. But we know there's this need out there. And hopefully this podcast is another way for us to interact and reach people that do realize this is a need. And, and by the way, this, this is not a need that, that we just woke up one day and said it was there. I was at a complex partners kickoff meeting at one of the big wires just a couple of weeks ago where the complex manager for a top 10 complex in the country said, Th- these exact things that we're talking about, these are our problems. It's you know h- how our advisors interact with our clients. It's how to run a business, not a sales organization. You know the the laundry list of of things that that we have on the dock to talk about. It's exactly what the brass that all of these firms are, are talking about as well. So I think it's really timely, and, and 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 hopefully our small voice in this in this big wheel can be heard through this platform. And what's interesting is so many people talk about practice management and business management, things like that, but I know it's, I approached, it. it's approached so superficially. In other words, they'll, in a lot of cases, they'll throw out concepts, hey, you know, here's what you should do for your business, A, B, and C, but there's nothing on the execution. The stuff that they provide is, you know, very, very high level. And so, you know, we're going a lot more in depth than that with these teams. And so this, what this show is about is, bringing those best practices, those, those, you know, sort of those findings, those experiences, you know, to our audience, uh, this show should have a localized feel. If you're an advisor anywhere in the country, you're welcome to listen, but you're definitely going to get really localized feel. And the other thing about this show is we want it to be interactive. So we are going to do a lot of the work for you. If there's something sort of just on your mind, like, man, I'd, I'd really love to I'd really love help here, or I'd really love to explore this topic. But you know, if you're a successful FA, you don't have the time to do a lot of that stuff. We'll do it for you, right? So that's yeah, kind of going to be our approach. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly it. We have an email address called the Whole Truth at TouchstoneFunds.com, and so we'll be interacting with our audience uh, in that way. So with that, Kurt, maybe we'll talk about you know show structure and what people can expect with each episode. Yeah, so uh, we're kind of think of this in in three blocks and keep it under half an hour. So it's easy to listen on on your commute to or from work. The first block will just kind of be this a little bit of banter about you know what what are we talking about? What are we seeing? Maybe some interesting things we we read or talked to clients about this week, and introduce the big topic of the day. And most often that will be either an opportunity or an obstacle that we're hearing from our clients that we're starting to dig into or, or have fully dug into that's helping our, our clients grow and optimize their their practices. So that'll be the meat of the show. And, and we hope to have a lot of, of special guests to include clients, to include subject matter experts from our firm, or probably people that we don't even know yet that we'll be able to interact with through the pod. And then lastly, the third third segment, and we spent a fair bit of time talking about this and and it's funny how it struck a chord with both of us is we want to end on a high note so we're going to call the the closing segment the costanza corner so if you know anything about seinfeld and and if you don't i i'm sorry i fear for you <laughs> but we want to end on a high note and and something uplifting something positive something inspiring to end with so easy peasy that's what we're looking to do in the three block episode yeah it's that it's that episode of Seinfeld where, where George is in a, in a conference at work. I think it was Kruger Enterprise, if I remember it right. But he realized, okay, I say something that's really good, 
and everyone's excited and laughing and happy and appreciates it. I know it could only go downhill, so I'm just going to go leave at that point. So what Kurt's talking exactly. about is our way to, to leave on top with something positive uh, and uplifting. So let's talk about takeaways because it's really, really important, Kurt, uh, that this is actionable. You know, we're, we're not doing this just so you can be entertained, although we hope you are. We're doing this so so you can take away and really kind of make tangible progress. So so talk about that a little bit. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I in full disclosure, I may bust out in a Coach O voice every now and again, but this this podcast is not purely for entertainment. It's it's mostly more educational and and resource driven. So it's important for us that for every episode there is something actionable, you know, so that the topic that we're talking about resonates you in one way or the other. We can give you some sort of process or framework that, and in all honestly, Steve has probably come up with. That helps people think about and and progress on these opportunities and obstacles that that they're facing. So the takeaway is that if there's not a takeaway, we haven't done our jobs very well. And so it's it's really important for, for us to have a tangible action step after each episode. Otherwise, what are we doing here? Absolutely. So that's kind of the overview of the show. We're going to come back in a minute uh, and talk about our first topic, which we're going to get to in a pretty robust way. This is The Whole Truth. Stick with us. And welcome back. So what we're going to do now in the second part of the show is talk a little bit about where we're headed and introduce our first topic, which is going to be client service. And we're starting with client service for a reason. One of the reasons is it's very, very important. There's nothing I think that matters more than client service in this industry at this point. But the other is there's opportunity for a lot of improvement for the in this industry. And even if you're sitting there and you're like, okay, you know, my clients love me and we do client service really, really well. This is something that each and every year you should still be raising the bar. Yeah. I, I'm sure a lot of people are thinking is, oh, I do a client appreciation event every year for my clients. And yeah. and that's great. That That's that's awesome. I'm sure your clients really appreciate it. I'm sure it's a way for you to deepen and broaden your relationship with clients. But that that really ain't what, what we're talking about. We're, we're talking about more of a, a systematic way to service and manage a bunch of relationships. Because let's be honest, I mean, th- this is a scale business. And so if you're probably going to have more than 30 clients that you need to to interact with on a regular basis. So how do you think about that? And more, most importantly, how do you implement that? How do you come up with something actionable? So this is a huge topic. This is going to be a number of episodes where we're going to try to take bite-sized chunks. But you know what, what's interesting about this whole topic is that kind of two things. First of all, anybody that you talk to in the financial services industry or the wealth management industry, you ask them, does client service matter? What, what are 100% going to say? They're going to say, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. When you follow that up, though, with, oh, well, great. Well, what does your client service model look like? There's there's one of two reactions. Either you say, oh, well, you know, I try to talk to my top 10 clients every month. It's like, okay, that's, that's, that's a start. Or what I hear more often, I have no idea or I have nothing. So I think unanimously, people will know that this is important. But this gets to the heart of why why this podcast exists. Few people have the time, energy, or or expertise to to put thought around what that should look like. So yeah, yeah, it's reactive, absolutely. And you know, when we're when we're going to go down this topic, there's a couple different ways that you can think about it. And so we're going to go down all these different paths. So the first 
it's probably good, a good point to stop and, and talk about some of those differences and definitions. And the first is minimum standard of care versus differentiation. So, you know, we're again, we're going to explore both of these, but what does that mean? We're going to start with a minimum standard of care. So if you just want to make sure the basic boxes are checked in a proactive and systematic way, that's setting your minimum standard of care. At some point down the road, we'll talk about differentiation, which is to say, if you want to build a model that is different, that is top tier, that separates you from all the other FAs or most in the industry, what does that look like? And that's going to be a lot of fun. This is that shopping experience. I don't, I don't know if I've ever done this, but that's the, the differentiation is the shopping experience where you come in, they give you like a bottle of champagne and a bonbon or something like that's, yeah. that's, that's highly elevated, right? That's not minimum, minimum level of service. So we're, we're going to tackle both of those, but with a minimum standard, putting some thought, putting a little bit of work in, and hopefully we can help help advisors transition to that reactive nature to a little bit more proactive and get some of their life back. Yep. And that's where we'll start, you know, in the next episode. And, you know, listen, I think about this outside of our industry. We've all dealt with companies that we knew valued our business that were like, wow, this is really enjoyable to do business with this or, and you, and you want to go back. Right. And it's things like that, that, that really differentiate you, but we're going to just start with the basics as, as Kurt said within the next episode. Okay. So we have to kind of talk about a little bit, another couple of topics that we'll delineate here. And that's going to be, I would say supernova versus non-supernova. So can you tackle that, Kurt? Oh, sure. (laughs) So supernova is not the flaming ball uh, in, in the sky. It's a way of thinking about your practice that was developed by a guy named Rob Knapp, who is a former executive at Merrill Lynch that has not since retired and coaches people on this philosophy and this ideal full time. And he actually donates all the money to charity. It's kind of a cool thing. But the, the idea is, you know, so if you think of what a supernova is, and I'm, I'm not a science guy, but it's a star that sort of implodes and then bursts out and grows bigger. And so the idea is, is that by getting smaller and tighter as a practice, that will enable you to grow and expand over the long term. And so what that nets out to is saying, you know, we're not going to have a first class experience and a coach experience. All of our clients are going to be first class, top tier, set your minimums at whatever, and, and we're only going to deal with this level of clients. So, you know, there is sort of beauty in that simplicity, I think. But Steve, would you agree that most most clients, most advisors that you interact with, this isn't really the structure for them, or at least some modification of this is probably warranted? Yeah, because it, it, you know, it's hard to cut households. You know, we run data on businesses all the time. And even those that have, you know, no one could argue that they have way too many households. Some people just don't want to trim their book down and we get that. And so we'll talk about the supernova route, as I mentioned, but what we're going to start is the base case. We're going to start with a minimum standard of care, the non-supernova route, just with the households you have today, and how do you build a, a proactive service model? That's kind of where we're going to head in our next episode. So what's the takeaway with this? We're going to come back with that Costanza corner in a moment, but I do want to talk about the takeaway, the action item. The takeaway is this, do a objective and honest evaluation of where your client service is today. You can do that through self-reflection, through talking to your assistants, your support staff. You can even go the extra mile and ask your clients, 
And that's something that, you know, is always illuminating to do from time to time. But do that evaluation. And then what you'll be able to do is set yourself up to gain the most from our next series of episodes around this topic of client service. As we talked about, there's going to be a lot of work done here because it matters. So with that, we'll, we'll come back shortly with our Costanza Corner. This is The Whole Truth. Stick with us. And welcome back, everyone. This is the Costanza Corner, the part where we leave on a high note. And so with Kurt, why don't you share with everyone what you have today? Yeah, sure. So this is this just proves that Twitter can be used for good. <laughs> so I saw this, this is tweet that true? on Twitter. Very slightly. Slightly. <laughs> Most of Most, it's evil. Mostly evil, yeah. Yeah, but this is just one of those bright rays that shoots out of all of the darkness. Good. So I saw this tweet a few weeks ago and, and it sort of struck home with me. So I grew up in South Louisiana um, in a, let's just call it not affluent family, but also grew up doing various mission trips to to countries and and people that that had way less than even we did. So and the idea of of poverty and kind of how the world and society is doing overall is 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 something I I, I care about pretty profoundly. And I knew that we were heading the right direction on this as as a world and with few and fewer people in poverty, but I don't think I really understood to what extent this tweet is from a guy named Eddie Effelbein uh, from a website called OurWorldInData.org. And it said, the number of people in extreme poverty has fallen from nearly 1.9 billion in 1990 to 650 million in 2018. Wow. So, Side, you're a numbers guy. Like That's saying a few different things, all, all of which I think are powerful. Yeah. So, you know, obviously we've got a whole lot more people in the world today. And a whole lot less in poverty, which in my mind is um, is pretty awesome. So with that, I think that's that's our way of leaving on a high note. I really want to thank everyone for listening to this, for giving us a shot. We're really, really excited to go to go on this path with you. We're looking forward to it. And most importantly, we're looking forward to being of value to you. So thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Please note that this content was created as of the specific date indicated and reflects views as of that date. It will be kept solely for historical purposes and opinions may change without notice in reacting to shifting economic, market, business, and other conditions. Touchstone funds are distributed by Touchstone Securities Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer and member FINRA and SIPC. SIPC.